Good morning, Nachum. Good Reb Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the Parshios of Nitzavim and Vayelech. It is the last Shabbos of the year. We have to make the most of it. The Parshios of Nitzavim and Vayelech. Nitzavim has 40 psukim. Vayelech has 30 psukim. Together, two short parshios, exceedingly rich. Nitzavim does not have any of the mitzvos of the Tariag, according to the Chinuch. However, I call your attention and please take a look at chapter 30 in Parshas Nitzavim, where the Torah prophesizes better word, the Torah promises that the Jewish people will do tshuva. The Torah says in chapter 30, Pasuk 1, where all the Jews are going to be dispersed. Wherever you are, you're going to literally come on, come and take it to your heart. Vishavta you will return. And what are we told in Pasuk 3? Vishav Hashem Hashem will bring back your captivity. The only thing that's not here are the words nefesh benefesh. But the idea that we are going home. The idea that we are living in special times. The idea that we are living these psukim. And we pray that it's begun in our day. It should only continue the tshuva movement, please God, by all of us participating therein. Parshas Vayelech, according to the Chinuch, contains Mitzvah 612 and Mitzvah 613. Mitzvah 612 is the Mitzvah of Hakel. Once in Every seven years, following the Shemitah year, on the Yom Tov of Sukkos, on the first day of Cholamoed Sukkos, except if it falls on a Shabbos, on the next day, the entire nation is to come to the Beis Hamikdash, and there, on a wooden platform, the King of Israel reads the Torah to the entire Jewish nation. Everybody passes through. You stay for a moment. You hear the king. This incredible parade of men, women, and children. This incredible collection of the entire Jewish people is, writes the Rambam, reminiscent of Sinai. And just as at Sinai, the Jewish nation as a whole received the Torah, and realized the centrality of Torah in their life, that is exactly what the mitzvah of Hakil was to remind them of the centrality of Torah in their life. And the 613th mitzvah found in chapter 31, verse 19, according to the Rambam, is... And now, Kisvu Lachemes Hashira Hazaus write this song, and the rabbis tell us this is the mitzvah of writing 
a Sefer Torah. Every Jew is enjoined to be able to please God, either write for themselves or commission a Sofer to write a Sefer Torah for you. And the Rush, in his commentary, writes that this mitzvah includes the having a Jewish library, each person in their home, so that you don't have to go and knock on the next person's door. Can I borrow in yesteryear your Sefer Torah? Can I borrow your Chumash, your Siddur? And then there are, after the Chumash and the Siddur, the basic books that every Jewish home should have. Depending upon your stage of knowledge, you should have a code of Jewish law to be able to study what is to be done, what is not to be done. And thank God today there is so much available in whatever is your language. You're comfortable with English? There's so much out there. And there's so much out there in Russian and in other languages as well that thank God we can fulfill the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah slash gathering for ourselves and utilizing within our homes a Jewish library. I'd like to focus at the beginning of Parshas Nitzavim, whereby the Torah tells us, Atem Nitzavim Ayom Kulchem, you are standing today, all of you. Now what day is this? So if you're looking at the verse Literally, it's the day of Moshe's passing. The Zohar, however, says that the day is not referring only and specifically to that one day back in Jewish history, but it's referring to every single year. On Rosh Hashanah, Atem Nitzabim Hayom, you, the Jewish people, and that's why we read this every year, on the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, says the Zohar, the Hayom is Rosh Hashanah, that the Jewish people are standing, and how are you standing? Kulchem, literally all of you. And allow me to explain the significance of that word, Kulchem. The Tur, in his commentary on the Shulchan Aruch, begins the laws of Rosh Hashanah by quoting a Medrash. And the Medrash is in the name of Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Yoshua, who say, who is like the Jewish people? Namely, the norm in the world is that an individual who's on trial for his life is going to be dressed in black, is going to be unkempt. He doesn't care how he looks. He's not necessarily going to trim his beard or cut his nails because he doesn't know what his fate is going to be. Is he going to live? Is he going to die? Avo Yisrael, the Jewish people, ain't okay. We are not that way. Lov shim levonim. We wear white garments. Many wear the kittel. We wear and we dress appropriately for Rosh Hashanah. This atfim levonim, we put on our talesim. 
we prepare, we bathe before and take haircuts before Rosh Hashanah and ochlin v'shosim b'Rosh Hashanah and we eat and drink on Rosh Hashanah why? continues the Medrash l'fisha yodim the Jewish people know sh'akodesh baruch hu lahem neis that God is going to perform a miracle for them namely that we are going to be proven successful, victorious in our judgment. And therefore, we bathe, we take haircuts prior to Rosh Hashanah. Now, wait a second. Something is wrong here. We know that on Rosh Hashanah we don't say Halel because Sifrei Chaim and Sifrei Mesim, books of the living and the dead, are open before God in the Nisan Tokev, Mi it's determined, it's a day of judgment, who is going to live and who is going to die. Where is there room for optimism as we go into Yom Rosh Hashanah? And the altar of Kelm gives a beautiful answer. And he says as follows, Each individual definitely has to be worried. Each individual has to be afraid. What's going to be? And each individual cannot rely upon the miracle. However, the Jewish people are standing today in Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because you are a people. Because you are together. Klal Yisrael the unity of Israel, the nation of Israel. For them, God will perform a miracle. Netzach Yisrael lo yishoker. Or, as it says in Parshas Vayelech, one of the most beautiful phrases in the Torah. And you can argue with me on this. You can have your own. But I'm going to tell you that in chapter 31, verse 21, the Torah says, Kilo si mi You know what Hashem promises over 3,000 years ago? That Torah will never be forgotten from the Jewish people. Pinch yourself, my friends, that we have and we're living and we know and we'll get there in a moment in such challenging, difficult times. But with it all, Torah will never be forgotten from the Jewish people. And therefore, how do we go into Rosh Hashanah? By making sure that we are a person that Rabim Tzrichim Lo, that the community needs you. Be a community person. There's so many different ways, there's so many different venues that you, with your talents, can teach can help financially, can help literally. In this time, unfortunately, there are people, there are shuls that are building outdoor places for prayer on Rosh Hashanah. So, you're more handy? Get out there and help them put up the tents. That's one way of doing it. There's so many ways, Lo'alenu, if somebody is being quarantined, come on, who's going to bring them their food? You've got to be not just concerned about yourself, but the more you're concerned about the Jewish people as a people, the more will be your successful ticket on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. My friends, just stop and think and listen. 
Who knew last Rosh Hashanah that there would be a pandemic this year? Who knew last Rosh Hashanah that we would be suffering these last six months with not being able to be a real cloud person, to be unfortunately disconnected from one another for so many weeks and months to not even be able to go into the Beisach Knesset? Who knew? And if we did know last year, Rosh Hashanah, how different our tefillos would have been then. Korov Hashem l'chol korov. Hashem is close to all who call to Him. L'chol Hashem yikra'uhu. To all who call to Him. What's the next words, my friend? You know, be'emes. In truth. Rosh Hashanah is a day of truth. Rosh Hashanah is a day that says, my goodness, we are living in a period of Charon Af. And that's another passage from this week's parsha. Moshe prophesizes in Parsha's Vayelech. I'll show you the Pasuk. Ouch. Hashem says there will be times when there's going to be Chora Api Vo Bayomahu. This is chapter 31, verse 17. That Hashem's anger is going to be there. And where do you see Hashem's anger? You see it in the pandemic. Where do you see Hashem's anger? In the fires of California. Where do you have such hot temperatures, etc.? He, Hashem, is demanding from us. And He's giving us the opportunity for change. This Rosh Hashanah cannot be like any other Rosh Hashanah. It's got to be different. As we say after the Nisanet Tokev, Tshuva, don't look at the next guy. Every one of us is different. But the idea is, the rabbis teach us, that each and every one of us is to look upon ourselves as if we are half and half. Half good, that's correct, and half the other. There's room for improvement. Don't say I'm so much better than the next guy. No. And therefore, when I improve myself, it's not just me who I am improving, but you have to look at the entire world as if the world was half and half. And therefore, your improvement is not only making you better, but this is how you can help the cloud, each and every one of us. Interesting. The Magefa is called Dever. Why might it be called Dever? Because it comes from the Hebrew word Dibur. And this is a way that Hashem is speaking to us. It's not by chance. But each person has to ask themselves, what is it that Hashem is asking from us? And what He's asking from me is not what He's asking from you. And what He's asking from you is not what He's asking from the next one. But each one has to look into themselves deeply and see what they can do at this time. And so, at this last Shabbos of the year, just like when it comes to Ne'ilah, Hakoholech, Acharasof, it all goes after the end, and we put so much positive energy into Ne'ilah. So too, how can we make the last Shabbos more meaningful than other Shabbosos? For those that, it hurts my mouth to say it, it hurts your ears to hear it. 
But for those that are on their phone, God forbid, texting or worse on Shabbos, the answer is no. That's correct. And we've got to make sure that teenagers can't think that you can still keep Shabbos and be on that phone. Wrong. We have to speak honestly and openly and realize that He is asking from each and every one of us to just pull the belt that little bit tighter, that notch, to say, Hashem, I am responding to you, B'emes, and we hope and pray that He will respond to us appropriately and therefore give each and every one of us may the year with its unfortunate tragedies be behind us may it be please God the forthcoming year one of brachos and each and every one of us must contribute to make that happen Shabbat Shalom to all.